Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B two B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over seventy million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B two B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes, yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be. To be, we'll even give you a one hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn dot com slash results to claim your credit. That's LinkedIn dot com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey y'all, it's football time here in Tennessee once again. So I had to wonder, what is Football Morning in America, NBC Sports, NFL writer? legend peter king what does he think about the chase thomas podcast i'd like to plug the chase thomas podcast listen to chase thomas you'll be a smarter sports fan and obviously a much better human being hey y'all thanks for checking out the chase thomas podcast if you are not already a subscriber and this is your first time listening welcome to the show appreciate you guys checking out uh, what we've got cooking here on the program um, if you enjoy what you hear today, please make sure you hit that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. New episode, new content every single day. Tennessee Vols, Atlanta sports guys, sports reporters assemble, NFL, NBA, college football, all that and more right here on this feed each and every day. Your favorite writers, analysts, personalities in the space on this very feed every day. So if you like that, you like the best national sports talk with a local flavor outside of here in Knoxville, Tennessee, then this is the show for you. So make sure you're locked in on your preferred podcast player. And if you're already a subscriber, you know what I'm about to say, but if you could please leave this show, a five-star rating and write a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify, or however you're listening, I promise you it helps this show continue to grow, helps other people find the show and all that good stuff. So if you could take a second today and you're already a fan you love the show tell a friend family member co-worker whoever about the chase Thomas podcast as we get bigger and bigger each and every day here in tennessee i would greatly appreciate it five star review or five star rating write a review i promise it helps in a major way takes a second hit that pause button take care of it today and uh yeah we greatly appreciate it Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, we're back here on the Chase Thomas podcast, where I'm now joined by Beard and Zone, Josh Jones. Josh, you're roaming the sidelines. It's a billion degrees still in Knoxville, Tennessee. How is how is everything going on your end? How are you staying hydrated? How are you keeping the team hydrated? What do you even do with this kind of heat right now? It's uh. 
it, Kyle, I, I drink a lot of water, right? Eat, mm-hmm. you know, we've told our we've told our kids all week, you know, eat, sleep, hydrate, and you know, I've been trying to adhere to the same message a little bit, and uh, I'm trying to keep a lot of flu- flu- fluids in me so my eyes, myself, can can stay hydrated. It's it's been a scorcher. I guess this has not been our hottest week in terms of consecutive days that we've had in a while, at least that I can remember. And uh, so we've been we've been under some heat restrictions a little bit at practice, not too bad where we can't do anything, but just a couple of things we've had to, you know, do, take a little bit more breaks than normal and stuff like that. But all in all, everything's been good, man. I, I, I can't – we're in the foot, middle of football season, and I can't complain. I like it. Uh, Coach, I think you could say that no one has a more difficult – road out of the gate where i'm going through your schedule i'll be there on friday uh with y'all at alcoa at 7 30 um defending state champs in week two defending state champs haven't lost a game in 15 uh consecutive ones going into last saturday weird time saturday afternoon you don't see that a really cool venue it looked great on tv um obviously did not end up the way you wanted it to go but I mean, out of the gate, is that kind of what you want as a coach? Because so many folks want to like start off preseason, dip your toes into the new season, or is it actually kind of better and you're excited about the dividends it might pay playing two premier programs right out of the gate? You know, a cu- couple things. I don't know if playing them right out of the gates ideal, but it is what it is. Sometimes with scheduling, you can't help who you play or when you play them when it comes to the non-league stuff. You you got to play teams that are willing to play you, you mm-hmm. know. Um uh, but uh, for for a hundred percent certainty, you know, our, one of our goals obviously be you know you know six A playoff runs. And I don't mean just by getting there. We want to make a run while we're there. And you know, when you're in the six A playoffs, you're going to play really good teams. And the deeper you go, the better the teams get. So playing teams like West and Alcoa uh, will definitely get you ready for that. Uh, if we're fortunate enough to get there, so you know, I've never ever wanted to be the guy that just schedules a bunch of wins to make it look good for the win-loss record. I think then when you, you know, get to like, get in a dogfight, you get your nose bloody and the kids don't know how to handle adversity. So I like getting into the adversity, you know, with our with our non-league schedule to help us because our league's really tough as it is, and it'll help us get ready when we start league play here soon. And, you know, at least we've, we've been in some adversity when we, once we get there. What Now that you've had a couple days to sit on it and watch tape and get ready uh, for this week against Alcoa, what was the biggest tape find that you saw after reviewing the West film that surprised you? What did you see? You were like, man, I did not see that during the game. Uh, I, I, you know, man, I was so proud of our kids' effort. I mm. thought our kids played incredibly hard, uh, competed their guts out. We had a few starters out, not a lot, but we had a few starters out. The guys that filled those roles, man, they came, they just did, they did the best they could and competed their tails out off. And, um, uh, so I was very, very, very proud of the effort. We did a lot of good stuff uh, Saturday against a really good West team. Coach Brown and his staff obviously do a great job, and they've got really good players. And, uh, you know, it wasn't perfect. You know, you always find stuff on tape. There's plenty of stuff that we found when we came in on Sunday, you know, some corrections that we got to make. We've been working really hard on uh, that this week and trying to trying to get better. And I've got to – I myself, you know, I'm going to throw myself under the bus – uh, I've got to do a better job preparing our team and, you know, coaching a little better, uh, in game. Um, when you look at it though, that final drive and how it ultimately ended, is there anything you would have done differently now that you saw how it played out? I mean, we're in, we're in, you know, two deep coverage there. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not like we're playing to stop the run in that scenario. You know, that that's Sam Tummins is it was an all state free safety last year for us. 
Um, so, you know, if you tell me that, you know, we got Sam Tummins, our best, you know, you know, safety, uh, you know, in the middle of the field against one of their really good players, I mean, I got to lock our chances. You know, Sam's a great player, makes plays for us all the time. And, you know, hats off to them guys. Man, they execute great. It was a great call by Coach Brown. And, you know, quarterback threw a great ball and put it right where it needed to be. And the receiver, you know, uh, kind of double moved Sam there a little bit and was able to, you know, get a step or two on him. And they was able to make the play. Man, great concentration on their receiver. I think, you know, the ball hit his hands and then kind of, you know, bobbled up and he caught it again. So, great concentration by him and a good throw by the quarterback. But, uh, you know, no, man, I mean, you know, we, we'll we take Sam Tummins in that scenario any time and we're going to come away with a lot of plays there. Who was your MVP for that game week one? If you had to say who was the most important player for y'all's uh, week one game against West, who who stood out the most to you? Oh, man, I probably that's hard to say. I defensively, I'd about say most of all. I mean, we played so hard, man. You mm. know, Kyle Ironside had a good day at linebacker. A lot Cody of plays Clow- early. Yeah, yeah. Cody Clow had a good day, blocked the punt, made a mm-hmm. – blocked the punt, led us in tackles. Uh, he had a good day. I thought our D-line played really hard all day. Uh, I thought our O-line did well mo- most of the day, you know. I thought they did some really, really good things. So, you know, Jaheim Merriweather, obviously, I thought he had a pretty good day. Jason Thompson. It's hard to probably – in that game, I – Sometimes, you know, you can get out of a game and say, you know what, that so-and-so was the guy tonight. But I thought, well, I thought it was a group effort. Uh, we got a lot of really good players, and I think you're going to see that a lot with us is a lot of group efforts. We got some guys that can play, and they play hard. So it's hard to single out one guy. I know I may, you just wanted one, but it was hard for me just to pick one. <laughs> I understand. All right, I'm battling um, a code, man. So if I, if I sound like I'm underneath a tunnel somewhere, it's because it's, I'm battling a little bit of a head code. No, it's okay. We got to get you right. You got a yeah. you got a game on Friday night. You're going to Alcoa. Head cold's not right. going to work against Coach Nix. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll I'll be good to go by showtime. Okay, I like it. Um, on the passing front, we know you're going to be able to run the football this year. You have a talented backfield here with the Bulldogs going into this 2023 season. Passing the football though a little bit. Um, yep. how does that get cleaned up going into Alcoa? You know, passing game. For anybody that knows the passing game well, passing game takes plenty of time and plenty of reps. Now, we obviously invest in it. We put the time in and we put the reps in. We have thrown the ball well all spring, all summer, and all fall, all of fall camp, and including our scrimmages. Uh, for whatever rhyme or reason, we didn't, we didn't execute very well at all in the past game uh, the other day, but I'm very, very confident. You know, we, our quarterback knows what he's doing. Our receivers know what they're doing. So I'm very, very confident we'll get that cleaned up so we can help out our running game. We're going to be able to run the football. It's no secret. we got good linemen, got good backs. But, you know, we got good we got good receivers as well. You know, we've got a more than capable quarterback, uh, you know, who can make the throws that we need him to make, and he's a smart kid and everything. So we'll, we'll get that cleaned up. We've been coaching it a good bit this week, and I'm very confident as the, as the season goes, you know, we're going to get that get that fixed, man. You're, you're hardly ever going to come back, you know, or come out, excuse me, in week one and, click on all cylinders in the past game. There ain't many teams that does that unless they've got a bunch of four and five stars. Yeah. Did it feel like the timing was right? Because so much of this is timing and quick and yeah. just that sort of thing. Or is it just week one and that will get better as time's gone? I, I think it's just we got to get better. We, I mean, we're rep invested, man. I mean, I, yeah. I, we, we're not a team that if you come to practice, that's all we do. I mean, we, I try, I'm a big, big believer in practicing the percentages. If you're going to throw the ball 50% of the time or run the ball 50% of the time, then that's what you need to be doing in practice, hmm. you know, uh, so we try to adhere to that. I learned that from smarter coaches than me, so I've always tried to adhere to that. Uh, it's just a matter of we just got to just get it, get some stuff cleaned up. It, 
it wasn't a schematic error or anything like that. We just had just it just didn't click for us, and we'll get that fixed. Um, which position group? So when you're thinking about you, how the step chart was going to look out in spring and summer ball versus yep. what you actually saw uh, on Saturday, which position group kind of showed out? You're like, oh, I didn't think we were going to have that kind of depth, or maybe I had some more questions, but they kind of got answered on Saturday. Uh. I'd say line of scrimmage on both sides. I thought I mm. thought our and I wasn't concerned coming in, but I thought our you know, we had we had to replace some really good defensive linemen from last year's team. Mm. Uh, so I, I would say defensive line, I thought they played really well. You know, they were active all game. They played really hard, uh, made some plays. And then obviously O line, you know, not that it was a surprise by no means because we feel really good about our O line, but you know, we had two starters out that game. Uh, and we replaced four starters um, from last year's, you know, offensive line. So O line and D line, I thought had both had pretty good days. Uh, that that was good to see because there's a lot of inexperience there. Absolutely. Um, when you think about uh, West and Alcoa, two yep. very different teams and their makeup yep. and everything else. But when you look at the film, what is the biggest difference between West and Alcoa that uh, you've got to prepare your team for going into Friday? Uh. That's a good one. You know, both 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 programs are well coached. Both mm. both programs always have really good players, and that's a scary combination when you're an opponent. Um, I would say, you know, but and I think, in my opinion, you know, I think both programs prize themselves on defense. Mm. Um, no matter what year it is, no matter who graduates or who they lose to graduation, they're both really, really, really good on defense. Um, and they're good on all. They're, you know, sometimes their offense gets overshadowed because of all the talk their defenses get. But mm. you know, West is going to hang its hat. You know, on the run game. You know, they're going to throw the ball just enough uh, to keep you honest. Most years, uh, Alcoa, they're you know probably you know now at least in the last couple of years with Coach Sweetland, he's a, you know he's a, he's a really good offensive coordinator. He does a great job. Uh, they're they're probably a little more balanced. They can they can run the daggone football when they need to and. They can they you know they got some scary wideouts you know they've got a new quarterback in from Middle Tennessee that's a good quarterback so they're a uh, this year especially you know I haven't played them we didn't play them last year but we scrimmaged them so I was a little bit familiar with them from, from some carry over there but they um, golly uh, this year on offense man they can do it they can they can run it they can throw it <laughs> you know they yeah so that's, a, that's a good for them that's a good combination and for us you know as an opponent you know you never like to see that but it is what it is and we're excited about the opportunity in front of us. I like it. Um, last thing here going into this uh, this two weeks. So you get you were talking about the coaches a little bit with Brown and Knicks. What yep. do you think is the biggest difference between their defense? Because they're both defense-oriented. Like what um, will folks who are traveling, uh, the Bearden Nation traveling to Alcoa this week, what are they going to see that's going to be a little bit different than what they saw on Saturday for well, this offense? You, you know, they're, they're definitely different. Uh, they got different styles on defense, you know. I would I, – I think – and I don't know West's system inside out. Obviously, I don't coach there, but, you know, I've mm -hmm. played against them enough to where I got a good understanding of what they're trying to do anyway. But West is probably a little more simple, but they mm -hmm. play – but their kids play fast. You don't you don't catch them in bust or anything because they play they play really fast because I think they really understand what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's a lot to be said for that. And then, you know, with Coach Nix, man, he, he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a playbook as, as thick as the uh, phone book. <laughs> You know, I, I'm showing my age now, talking about phone books, but um, so they do. They're, they're a lot more multiple. Uh, Alcoa is, mm. uh, but both styles. You know, to each his own. There's always one more than one way to skin a cat, as they say. And 
Uh, you know, both styles work for both of them. They've had both of them's had a lot of success for a long time. But you know, Alcoa is more multiple. They're going they're going prep. They're, they're probably a little more pressure oriented uh, than West is, and and they're uh, definitely a lot more multiple on the back end uh, as well. If there's if it's if there's a coverage out there, I think Coach Nix runs it, and they do a good job with all of it. I love it. I love it. Coach, how do the good folks support Beard and Football this week as they head uh, to Alcoa Friday night at 730? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's just, you know, Dog Nation, we've got a uh, good football team. There's a lot of football to be played. Uh, you know, we told our guys, no matter how these first few games go, whether they went really, really well or they don't, you know, we got, you know, we're going to be 0-0 in league play. So, mm. Dog Nation, stick with us. You've got a heck of a football team uh, to root on and cheer for this year. They're great kids who work incredibly hard, and our staff's working every single day of the week to try to become better coaches and coach these guys better so we can get a uh, really good product out there on the field. I love it. Coach, good luck on Friday, and uh, let's talk again soon. Hey, anytime, man. Appreciate you having me on. Go dogs. This has been Ingram, radio voice of the Atlanta Braves, and I'm here to tell you that you've reached the end of today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. As a friend of the podcast, I'd like to say thank you for listening to today's episode and hope you return for the next one. To show your support for the program, tell a friend or coworker or even a family member about the program. And if you're an Apple Podcast listener, leave the show a rating and a review. It goes a long way. That'll do it for me. But don't forget to listen to myself and the rest of the team at 680 The Fan and the Braves Radio Network this season. Go Braves! Chase, I think I'm going to hear more about you. I really do. I think you've got a way about you, but you're interviewing, mm-hmm. you're, um, pleasantness, you're smart. So I think I'm going to hear big things about you. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah.